everybody, and welcome back to the movie reel. I'm going to talk some more Indiana Jones this week. We are up to the Temple of Doom. Uh, this was a childhood favorite for me, like mega favorite as a kid. Uh, actually, the first Indiana Jones movie I was ever ever introduced to was this movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, which which was cool, obviously. This is one of the darker, the darkest, I think, of all of them. But I was kind of watching this one, took the rose-tinted glasses off, and just kind of reassessed it as if, like, I'm just re-watching them all, right? Mm-hmm. And re-watching it as a whole new movie and just forgetting about all the, like, you know, amazing things you think as a kid uh, doesn't hold up as good. Like, it's... it's. Uh, I kind of felt that, too. Yeah, it's just something about it. I don't know. Like, the story is a little weird. Like, it's a little bit lost. Um, doesn't make a ton of sense, you no. know? Like, everything kind of moved really fast. And, like, you're like, wait, what happened? Like, they were just at this place. Now they're locked in these rooms. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, it did seem a lot faster, that's for sure. Very rushed. Uh, one of the other things, though... That I kind of ventured, it really clicked with me here rewatching it, not putting two and two together literally until this watch through. And that is like how much more they kind of leaned into a bond sort of thing with him. It was very much a bond thing. And like the way it starts out with even like a musical number, which, you know, every bond movie does that. And then, you know, he shows up wearing a, you know, a white suit and bow tie, you know, he's all decked out. Um, it just, it just, uh, it definitely became more spy movie than like archaeology movie. I mean, I don't know about spy, but sort of. I mean, the beginning felt more yeah. spy, yes. But then it did change in archaeology and him like, you know, just trying to be the good guy, do the right thing, right? Um, but yeah, it just, it really did. Like I got to thinking about it, I'm like, man, this is like a, I can see Pierce Brosnan playing <laughs> this or something, you know? Yeah. Um, and maybe that was something I didn't like look to see if there was like overlapping time frames with Bond movies or something like that. That would have caused influence of that. But it definitely did have a feeling of James Bond from the beginning through the car chase through, um, I think, Shanghai. Right. I don't remember where they were, to be honest with you. Um, but they uh, they just I know, they kind of leaned into Bond in the beginning. But then after that. Basically, after they jump out of the airplane and land, it just turned dark. Like, it yeah. got dark. It seemed like everything moved really fast, like you said. And I was like, man, I don't remember it being this way. I remember it being, like, like a more of a romping, you know, fun ride yeah. as a kid. But rewatching, I'm like, no, not really. I, I would say out of the, um, see, I almost said James Bond. Out of the Indiana Jones movies, this is probably my least favorite. I don't know yet. Like, I'm going to wait and say that at the end after we watched all four of them. Like, where would I kind of rate them all? Because mm -hmm. um, it's been a long time since I've seen The Last Crusade. Long time. Yeah. I, Temple of Doom is one I'll usually just kind of chuck on and watch every once in a while, but not really watch it. It's just kind of it's on. It's in the background. background it was one of, I remember like TBS and stuff back in the day always had Indiana Jones yep. movies on. And <laughs> Temple of Doom was always the one you end up rolling across. Um and then obviously we'll talk about um, Crystal Skulls too will be the one we'll end with. But 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It may end up being my lowest rated one. I like Sean Connery a lot. And it's kind of funny that we have a Bond that shows up in the next movie, yeah. you know, Bond actor. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. We probably we probably felt the same, I think. It sounds like we feel the same about this one. Yeah. Like, just didn't hit no. on a Indiana Jones level like no. the first movie did. No, you know? yeah, the first one is like, you know, this is Indiana Jones. The second one is like, who am I? What am I doing? I'm going to be a little, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. and Throw you for a loop. Short round's great. Short round is great. Yeah. I hope they bring him back in the newest one. I was thinking that while we watched this one. I'm like, you know what? I don't know if he's still around and acting, but it'd be super cool if they brought him back because there's a few times in this movie where he's like, you're my best friend, Indy. Yeah. You're my best friend. And like, you know, he gets him to come yeah. back at the end and stuff with the fire. But I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be kind of neat if they brought him back and he's like some sort of a scientist or, you know, just a maybe he's an archaeologist. Yeah, and he, he was inspired or something. Yeah, that would be that, cool. Uh, be, be neat to see that on the fifth one. If potentially uh, we could see anything neat, I think, from this movie incorporated into it would be kind of that that whole part. Just him as an actor. Uh, one of the fun facts that I had I had found was he was not meant to be short round. Uh, his brother went in for the acting position in the movie and he was standing off to the side, giving his brother pointers, like telling his brother what to do. <laughs> and Spielberg saw him doing it yeah. and called him in to do a read. And he didn't really speak English very well. He kind of broke English, but they helped him with his English and got him through the scenes. And they were like, well, you know, even though he doesn't speak great English, we're still going to put him in the movie. They really liked his like banter and like back and forth that he had uh, doing the just the auditions. That's so cool. he got it and kind of wonder, I wonder how his brother felt about that after the fact, you know, <laughs> he probably was a little jealous, but maybe yeah. he was so happy for his brother. Yeah, possibly. Um, what did you think of, um, Kate Capshaw as Willie Scott? She's that like, boo, like what, what do I want to say? Like a blonde bimbo sort of character, like just mm -hmm. not super lovable. Remember really liking her as a kid. Obviously, you know, I'm a, a 10 to 12 ish year old kid um watching these for the first time and obviously you know there's a cute blonde on tv mm -hmm. right you know you're right like, oh you know she's yeah. in a fancy dress she's cute but her acting is not good no i did not <laughs> like her i was like her acting was horrible yeah like there were some times i'm like can you lay it on any thicker yeah. like yeah her her cries and her whines uh, were really irritating yeah like she it, Fun fact, another one is she did not like her character either and the way she played the character. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if she was directed in that form or not, but that she just not. came across as like really dumb, really dumb. Yep. Really dumb. And when you go from watching Temple of Doom and you have Marianne. Yeah. Who is the super smart, knows the world She's like of archaeology, at least tough too. tough. Yeah. And then you go to this willie scott and you're like oh also she was also named after a dog oh yes willie willie, willie was a, a dog of one of the uh one of the writers dogs as a kid <laughs> so yeah willie scott ended up being used along with indiana jones which we already mentioned in the last episode indy anna was uh, george lucas's dog's name um yeah, I did not like her, so we definitely agree on her for sure. Yeah, she, she she's probably the worst part about the movie. If if I had to really say, yeah, like, like I just, didn't watch her. Yeah, just constantly with the and like I want room service and you know yeah, that sort of stuff. Like, it's little shit like that, and like 
they're like dying and she needs to put her hand in and pull the lever and she's like there's bugs it's like just freaking pull the lever yeah Yeah, i didn't care for her yeah no same same yeah it was not not a good scene for her but it did work out great for her by the way because she was going through um the acting process did not want this movie Mm -hmm. her agent was like no you need to take this movie you need to get in front of people she wanted to be like a song and dance type person like a broadway like doing more movies that that were that more like theme yeah so they were like well you can we're doing this thing at the beginning of the movie so her agent was like they'll be able to see you sing and dance and act and all these things right right so she you know kind of reluctantly took the role anyhow when they offered it to her but then uh steven spielberg was going through a divorce during this movie and he and her actually made a connection and yeah they are still together to my knowledge um, and now she's essentially a billionaire's wife. Yeah. So it worked out kind of okay for her. Yeah, I think so. Kind of worked out all right. <laughs> she kind of made out okay from that, didn't she? Yeah, I think so. Uh, another little fun fact I saw here is her dress, the red beaded dress at the beginning, uh, was actually eaten by an elephant. So <laughs> you'll never be able to see it anymore, anywhere, ever again. Uh, the elephant, I guess, like snatched it off of one of the pieces in one of the scenes and just started chewing it up and it went bye-bye so so that was one thing that you'll never see in a museum of any kind or if you if they tell you it's real it's It's, they're lying it's not (laughs) let's just let's just put it that way it is not um i thought another one was kind of interesting lawrence uh, kasdan refused to work on this film because of how dark it was uh and he was the guy who was (laughs) yeah yeah probably not a bad idea um he was the guy who was in he was he was you know the pivotal guy in Empire Strikes Back, and then he also did co-write uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark as well. So which he also did Han, and he, yeah Han Solo, uh, Solo. Yes, Solo, a Star Wars story, right? And that the full title, yes. Solo, a Star Wars story, which everybody just pans that movie. They just hate it, but we don't hate it. It's just not a top Star Wars movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he, he just thought it was too dark, so he backed out of it, and he didn't really have anything to do with it at all. Um, and if you guys watched our, our previous episode for Temple of Doom, or for uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Harrison Ford was sick, sick in that movie, and he, instead of sword fighting the guy, he straight up just shot him. <laughs> that was because he was sick and just very weak. In this movie, he had a severe back injury that happened, and it was really, really severe. Um, he had a disc that would lo- was dislocated at one point and he powered through it, kept doing his job. And then he had a slip and fall and it messed up a second disc right below it. And then he had, there was no choice. He had passed his threshold of pain. So they had to like stop everything for, I think it was like over six weeks, if I remember right. Um, which was kind of crazy, but I guess it was a big deal for a lot of other people they needed a break like they were really really sick of working on it it was like miserable conditions um to work in and everything um but yeah i guess the disc was aggravated because he was riding the elephants and the way they bounce around and everything like that um kind of makes sense yeah so yeah i can't see uh it just says he spent weeks in recovery because they actually had to have surgery done um to get everything back in place 
I did not realize that at all. I was like, dang. So there's are there are actually parts of the movie that are in the movie where he's in like physical terrible pain, but Maybe he's acting over it. You don't know. I mean, yeah, he did fine acting. Well, so, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's extra fine if you're like in super terrible pain like that, and you're still able to, and pull you're it still off. able to pull your lines and you know all your stuff off, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, any any facts over there you wanted to take over and read? Um, I did want to state that when we were watching the opening scene and it flashes with the club's name, the club's yeah. name was Opie Wan. And I thought that was really cool. Club Obi Wan. Club Obi Wan. I was like, "That's Obi Wan." Yeah. If you guys watched uh, Indiana the Jones, Indiana Jones, any of the Indiana Jones movies, you'll see a bunch of little Star Wars references here and there. You just got to pick them out. There's some in the first one we didn't see, which was like a, it was a play on C3PO, and um, oh, it was another Obi Wan's name. Both combined are on the plane, but it's like O B C three P something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, so little things like that are kind of cool. Um, the plane serial number is OBCPO. OBCPO, yeah. yeah, instead of OB1, yeah. Um, yeah, the Kate Capshaw lady, she did, uh, she did have to endure uh, 2000 bugs, those were real bugs, they weren't no, like, no, thank you, yeah, they weren't, uh, I don't think they could make CG look that Fake good back bug. then. Yeah. And on top of that, I don't think they had animatronic tiny Ooh. little bugs back in the day. But yeah, she did endure yeah, real I, bugs. I probably would be horrible at acting too if I had to deal with like 2,000 bugs on me. Yeah, that'd be kind of rough. I would be like, no, thank you. I quit. <laughs> Find someone else. Uh, part of the crew was actually banned from India during filming. So... Yeah, they did some extensive research and they decided that uh, the Maharaja Palace exterior should be shot at the Amherfort Palace near Moda Lake. And the interior should be shot at the City Palace at Jopper or Japer. Both locations were perfect and had authentic authenticity uh, the film needed. Unfortunately, though, the pre-production's location scouting soon hit a snag and the government banned them from filming from anything being shot in that location. Uh, the producers had picked. And the reason was simple. After seeing the script, the government decided that the Temple of Doom was offensive to Indian culture. So they just straight up was like, nope, nope. you're not you're not recording you're not anything dangerous. that is super offensive to us. Not happening. Uh, makes sense. A quick one we mentioned already in our previous episode was that the PG-13 was created for this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, so they needed something between R and PG and they were like, well, <laughs> and they came up with this. We'll use PG-13. Uh, the rope bridge scene. Yeah, Steven Spielberg was terrified of the rope bridge. Well, if he's terrified of it, why are you putting it in a movie? Well, and it was actually engineered by, like, another company who was there doing construction. Mm -hmm. And they needed a bridge to get from one side to the other. Oh. So they built this bridge, which was, like, structurally sound. Like, it just was, like, a rickety-looking bridge, but it was super structurally sound. Mm -hmm. And actually, when I watched the movie and I kind of knew these facts going in, you can kind of pick them apart a little bit. And I'm like, oh, if you watch the bridge, you're like, yeah, that is a pretty sturdy bridge. Like, <laughs> and it's not a whole lot to be scared about. And then all through, you're like, oh, that's a different bridge. That part was actually <laughs> kind of funny. I forgot about that part where uh, Short Round's out there and he's like, look, look, everything's fine. He's like, Whoop, and he falls straight, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> straight through like second jump. And then, you know, she has to save him. Uh, but yeah, he was super scared of it. And they actually had to get like, um, uh, I don't remember what they called it, but essentially it was like Jaws of Life. It was a very like 
Uh, yeah, industrial strength bolt cutters were and explosives were used to break the bridge at the point where he hits it with the sword. Yeah. So imagine uh, that sword would not have done anything no. to that bridge. No. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. But yeah, here we we're looking at photos. You guys, you guys aren't seeing these, but the, that bridge is so super. Over, oh yeah, overly like engineered, overly sturdy. Yeah, yeah. What else you got over there? Um, so Barbara Streisand and Carrie Fisher actually pranked Harrison Ford on set. Yeah, I skimmed that one. What's that one all about? <laughs> so it occurred when, while Harrison Ford was busy shooting a pretty vulnerable scene in which he'd been captured, chained up, and was being whipped. Uh oh. The story goes that stage and screen legend Barbara Streisand had been shooting nearby and just happened to have a tight leather outfit on hand. She slyly got changed on the Paramount backlot and then snuck up on the set to surprise Ford. So his vulnerable and intense whipping scene was immediately turned comedic when Barbara Streisand emerged on set and took over whipping Ford herself while Spielberg filmed. Makes sense. What did Carrie Fisher have to do with it? Um, she was around on set all that day and watched oh. the whole thing gleefully. So she was just an yeah. hour with her pal hanging out. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, the monkey brains, they didn't taste as bad as they looked, it finds out. Um, it was actually a type of, uh, oh, I think, what was it, like a It was a custard. Yogurt? Yeah, yeah, it was like a raspberry custard. sauce. Yeah, they threw like a raspberry sauce in it to make it look all bloody and gross. But yeah, it says... Uh, the the eyeball ones, the eyeball soup, uh, it says that it it looked disgusting, but apparently like they were okay too. They just had really gross texture, so they they still tasted okay. So whenever you see people eating those, um, all of it was actually pretty normal edibles type things. But it the monkey brains themselves were uh, pretty good according to <laughs> the people on the uh, on the shoot. They actually enjoyed it. Gross-looking monkey brain soup is actually just custard, which had been mixed with raspberry sauce in order to give it an unappetizing pink color. It was very unappetizing. It's awful, but in real life, probably tasted pretty good. Probably did. Probably. A lot of fans of custard. What other ones you got over there? Uh, let's see. Um, the whole cast came to work one day with a black eye. Um... Everybody working on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, there's no doubt about who got injured the most, and that prize was obviously Harrison Ford. Oh, no. <laughs> However, he was not the only one to get into some trouble while shooting an action sequence on the film, as Kate Capshaw also ran into trouble when it came time to shoot the minecart chase. Um, when it came time to shoot, most of the scene had to be done with miniatures, and some very low-tech solutions were used to get the shots. Hmm. Uh, J.D. Nanayakara, he couldn't even speak English. Not a single word of English this guy could. And he played the one of the shamans, mm -hmm. the main shaman. Um, but it said that, that he wasn't even a member of the core cast. But his performance as a shaman uh, in Indiana Jones Temple of Doom is one of the more memorable parts of the movie, which is true. I, I mean, you know, as a kid, I remember quoting his lines uh, one, one by one. <laughs> um, but yeah. He would actually get his lines given to him from Spielberg right before they would shoot. He would tell him a line and Spielberg would get behind the camera. Mm -hmm. They would shoot the scene and he would literally just say it the way that Spielberg said it. Yeah. Just with his kind of native tongue accent to it. And that's how it he works. recorded or, you know, that's how he shot all of his scenes, which 
Yeah, worked out really good. Like you wouldn't have guessed he couldn't speak English. He had no clue what he was saying, which is hilarious. <laughs> which is hilarious. I mean, if you think about it, like if we went in, you know, to India and they were like, here's say this in Indian. And we'd be there. like, what? Uh what uh what? What am I saying? Yeah, you have no clue what you're saying. Yeah. So. But yep, that was Nothing. that was an interesting fact. I had no idea about that. Um, I did like this one. The Laoshe air freight air freight plane uh, was famously terrible. <laughs> um, and yeah, just a little little bit about me as I do work for uh, Ford Motor Company. So this this actually is a little bit funnier for me. But the plane was actually a Ford engine, and it was the the last attempt Ford ever made making uh, a plane rather than cars. So no more Ford uh, plane engines after this. But yeah, the the plane itself. Um, they said the plane that aids the trio in their escape is actually a Ford Trimotor 5 ATB, which is the one and only attempt Ford ever made at making planes rather than cars. The Trimotor was produced in 1929 and by all accounts was not a very good plane, as Ford abandoned <laughs> the idea to expand into planes, manufacturing shortly after developing it. The ramshackle vehicle did at least have a cutesy name, though, as it was called the Tin Goose, by the pilots that were assigned to fly it. The Tin Goose nickname was the reference to the fact that the, the first cars made by Ford, uh, the famous Model T, were nicknamed Tin Lizzie's. It says, hopefully the Goose's nickname was not given to the plane because of the Goose-like, uh, any Goose-like qualities, such as uh, temperamental, prone to violent outbursts, <laughs> or generally disagreeable. <laughs> Yeah, apparently a it pretty terrible plane uh, for back then. <laughs> I found that pretty funny. So Amrish Puri, who plays Molaram, um, was filming 18 movies at the same time he was doing... Yeah, the main bad guy? Yeah. yeah the Kalima! Kalima! Yeah. He was a huge actor. Oh, yeah, there. he was. Well, when he first did the Indiana Jones movie, he was... Un relatively unknown in the u.s right. but he was one of the um, biggest bollywood stars he'd worked on over 300 film and television television projects over the course of his career that's a ton that's a lot man almost well, i bet harrison ford hasn't even done 300 movies <laughs> probably that's not. crazy that is pretty crazy to think 300 that's a lot yeah uh, this movie is George Lucas's least favorite film. Um, and I believe it was because he was also going through a dark time as well, because it says both Lucas and Spielberg have distanced themselves from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, calling it their least favorite Indiana Jones film, as well as one of their most regrettable films overall. Lucas explained his and Spielberg's intentions of the film in the retrospective interview for Empire back then, saying that part of it was I was going through a divorce. Stephen had just broken up um, and we were not in a good mood. So we decided to do something a little more edgy. <laughs> so essentially both of them were going through love loss. Yeah. And we get Temple time. of Doom out of it. And we get Temple of Doom. It explains a lot. It kind of does. It really, really does. Uh, I, you know, this one, this one took me by surprise because it was, it's actually been on Mythbusters. They tried to, um, recreate it yeah they tried to bust you know this myth but the parachute sequence where they jump out of the plane with the boat the inflatable boat raft <laughs> instead of a parachute was done in one take 
entire thing. And that's like, I was watching it. And while we were watching it, I'm like, I didn't know this fun fact until after the movie on this particular, you know, part um, of the movie. I didn't know this fun fact. I knew some others, but when you're watching it is literally one shot. There's no cutaway. Yeah, like you no. literally watch the plane fly away and that thing just falls and it goes all the way to the ground, opens up slowly, lands. And then the next cut is for them being yeah. in it. Like, you know, where they're in probably, you know, some sort of a studio at that point going down a snowy hill. And yeah, it, they had three dummies in this, in this thing. And they, they just, worked out like the logistics and was like okay this is what our plan is okay we got it in one threw shot. it out in the thing <laughs> and the 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 one uh, i don't remember what his name was here um but he he mentions they called on walkie talkies to everybody like if everyone was good that was shooting on camera and they're like yep good yep good yep good and they're like we got it we got it in one and like <laughs> we got it in one we got it and i'm like one. can you imagine like that would have been like such a good day of how hard that scene would have been to set up multiple times oh every time gosh, and try yes. to get and it. How long it would have taken. Cause it fell, it probably fell a couple thousand feet out oh, of that yeah. plane. I think, I mean, it wasn't a short fall. Mm-mm. I mean, they have to get the plane loaded back up and fly it back yep. up. They get saved a lot again. of money. Getting oh, it yeah, done no in kidding. One right? shot. Somebody should have got a bonus, <laughs> but they, they did try and prove on Mythbusters whether or not they could do it. And Mythbusters, could never like completely say I guess here, but they did try three attempts to recreate the sequence showing that people in the raft uh, invariably would die. <laughs> so <laughs> don't try this at home, people. <laughs> or in a plane, either one. Don't do either one. But I thought that was, that was a really neat one. Did not realize it was a one shot. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. One shot. Mm-hmm. So didn't hit home the best for us, but... no. It was still a fun movie. Yeah, it was, it was still fun. It was a popcorn flick, but it was so different from the first one because it went like super spiritual. Mm-hmm. I think you know because like the first one was it did have a little bit of like uh, the end, a little bit you with know? the arc, yeah. yeah, with the ghosts mm-hmm. and whatever come out of it. You know that was that was some sort of a mysterious spiritual thing, and then this one went a little bit crazier with you know voodoo dolls mm-hmm. and drinking blood yeah and the voodoo doll and then yeah. indiana jones being hurt making your uh like brainwashing all the yeah. you know, kids and from drinking this stuff and yeah ripping the heart out it of a living body very, very dark yeah it was really dark <laughs> but uh it's still enjoyable in its own way uh it's still it's still for me is one i'll Oh, if it's on, I'll probably watch it. Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. It's not one like, God, this is so bad. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's not like I would skip over it. I would yeah. watch it. I don't know if I would intentionally put it on, but right. if it was on, I'd watch it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but we enjoyed it. I think overall, it was still a good movie worth your time. Yeah. Just out of the series so far, uh, arc is still better. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. It's hard to beat the original sometimes. That's for sure. Yes, it is. All right, well, that's it for this episode. We're going to get out of here and maybe go watch another movie, maybe some TV. But in the meantime, you guys hit our Discord up. Uh, don't forget, we got an email. Uh, that is the movie real podcast at gmail.com. And we're over on Twitter at movie real pod. So find us on all those, chat with us, say hey. Um, if you're enjoying what we're doing, like, share, give us a rating, whatever you guys uh, are listening to us on, hit us a five star or whatever you think we deserve. 
and we'll keep doing these. They're just fun little things for us to chat movies and TV. Yep. So yep. until next week and next episode, whatever the case is, probably next week. Yeah, maybe. Uh, go grab a movie, grab a remote, hit the theater. Watch a movie. Go watch a movie. This show is a part of the Loud Thumbs Network. Find everything at loudthumbs.com.